0: Hello, and welcome to the Tao of Our Understanding recovery podcast. In this podcast,
1: we discuss mystical works of literature and how they relate to recovery. We hope you enjoy today's podcast episode. Okay, guys, buddy. See, this is the uh, September 20th Tao Te Ching meeting. Happy to have everyone today. We'll be talking about the 14th chapter. Well, let me share my screen and we will be going all right look it cannot be seen it is beyond form listen it cannot be heard it's beyond sound grasp it cannot be held it is intangible these three are indefinable therefore they're joined in one from above it is not bright from below uh Where am I? Okay. From below, it is not dark, an unbroken thread beyond description. It returns to nothingness, the form of the formless, the image of the imageless. It is called indefinable and beyond imagination. Stand before it and there's no beginning. Follow it and there's no end. Stay with the ancient Tao. Move with the present. Move with the present. Knowing the ancient beginning is the essence of the Tao. This is basically a description of of the higher power. Okay. Back to that, he who can be named is not it. You know, there's not, not the Tao. You can't name, you can't grasp. It's about this all knowing all. And uh, so this one here, let's see, let's read the second one. Uh, y'all interrupt me if you got any comments. Look, it can't be seen, listen, it can't be heard, reaching, it can't be grasped. Above, It isn't bright. Below it isn't dark, seamless, unnameable. It returns to the realm of nothing. uh, Form that includes all forms. Image without an image includes all forms. Subtle beyond all conception. Approach it and there's no beginning. Follow it and there's no end. You can't know it, but you can be it. (laughs) I know, Marla. (laughs) You know it, but you can be at ease in your own life. Just realize where you come from. This is the essence of wisdom. Okay. I want to read these, and I've got some comments though on this. Look for it, and it can't be seen, listen for it, it can't be heard, grasp for it, and you, it can't be caught. These three cannot be further described, so we treat them as the one its highest is not bright, its depths are not dark, unending, unnameable. It returns to nothing. nothingness, formless forms, imageless images, subtle beyond all understanding. Approach it and you will not see a beginning. Follow it and there will be no end. When we grasp the Tao of the ancient ones, we can use it to direct our life today. How in the world can something direct your life that you can't grasp? To know the ancient origin of the Tao is the beginning of wisdom. You can't see Tao, no matter how hard you look. You can't hear Tao, no matter how hard you listen. You can't hold on to Tao, no matter how hard you grab. But it's there. It's in you. And it's all around you. Remember that. All right. Comments I like the uh, from what I read, and we'll read this in some of the uh in some of the readings, some of the commentaries, this is about learning that no matter how hard we try to seek our higher power in this world, we're not going to find it like uh you know. We do it all the time. No, I do. You know, you've you've looked for satisfaction and all these things that don't provide satisfaction. You know, even after you get into recovery, you still, if you're not careful, you can stay on that quest. You know, that that has no contentment to it. You know, it could be that money quest or that you know these other quests that we used to fill with alcohol or drugs. So. It's the same kind of thing. It's saying that, you know, you can't hear physically. You can't grasp this. It's beyond you. It's beyond grasp. But it's interesting. It says that you can be it at ease in your own life. And part of this is what they say about taking the light and turn it around. And look within.
2: Yeah.
1: Because all this comes from, you know, and if you were looking for, you know, it, and it's the same thing that, let's say the, uh, I was looking at some of my notes um, uh, that where, you know, you see in the gospels where Jesus said the kingdom of God's within you Mm-hmm. going back to, to this, this idea that we're already it. We're already have everything we're, We've already arrived. There's nowhere to go. That idea that our seeking is not going to find what we're looking for. We can't find it. It says just realize where you come from. That's the essence of wisdom. So turn that light around, you know, because we all know that we all have this truth within us. If we just shed enough of self, we can see it, you know start listening to that voice from within that intuitive voice that we have i think that's how we be it it's interesting that it says that we can't know it but we can be it it's about relationship not about knowledge how many of us knowledge kept us away from recovery it did me <laughs>
2: Marla. Well, I knew better. I knew, I knew better than yeah. anyone else, you know, how to deal with me.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, but this philosophy, I've I read this a few times, and what I got from it was how everything really comes down to being nothing. I keep, I keep going back to that, that there's just... The only thing is is you, is here, the present moment in this body. It's the same in yoga philosophy regarding turning the light inward, Mm -hmm. where Atman runs through your body, Mm -hmm. is within you. It's that type of philosophy, as well as Buddhism. That's where it's at.
1: Moving with the present.
2: Moving with the present.
1: Uh.
2: With intention.
1: Yes. You can't know it, but you can be it. You can use it to direct your life today. How in the world Mm. would you use the Tao to direct your life when you can't know it? You can't comprehend it. It's about, uh, for me, it's about letting go of the need to comprehend and know. That's why it said you can be it. It's about just being, you know, <laughs> just letting go. And that in recovery, what I learned was do the next, you know, just do the next right thing. Be in the moment. That's a lot of that. To me, it's just being. Be what you're made to be. How do you figure that out? <laughs> That's the thing. You can't figure it out, Marl. You quit trying and you just be. Okay. <laughs> That, that that's the whole thing of powerlessness. Oh. That is powerlessness. That is powerlessness. <sighs> yeah. It's just being. Quit trying to figure the thing out. And just when, when there's something put in front of you to do, you just do it. Then you do the next thing. Doesn't that sound so easy?
0: Oh. It's not, not easy.
2: I
1: know.
0: Okay. It's,
1: <laughs> it's simple.
0: It's but simple, it's,
3: but not easy. It's simple, but it's not easy. Yeah. Um, j- j- just, just what you're saying about um, things—just, just letting things be. Anybody with kids, right? Usually, the the, 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 the best answer for kids is it just is dad. Yeah. You know, if you say if you say the kids, how did, how did that room get to be such a mess? It just is. I think kids have got a better grasp at this than we have because they've got that innocence, that they don't know they don't really know any better um and the the kids are are more more willing just to accept things for what they are um without putting any external influence on things and The biggest thing that stood out for me was the stand before it there is no beginning, follow it, there is no end. stay with the ancient Tao and move with the present um and I think that goes to show how resilient this has been it's a two and a half thousand year old text. And we're still looking at it now, and we're still trying to incorporate this sort of thing into our everyday life. And I think if we, what Marla says, it's about being, it's about being yourself. Um, It's it's, it's not not trying to influence things that we can't influence, it's about being powerless over everyday things. And it's, what I'm reading into this is, um, it's, it's like handing your hand and your will over a power greater than yourself. And just not resisting things and going with things for just how they're supposed to be. And when we start to influence it, um, when we start to resist things, that's when things don't change. Um, And the two things that addicts hate the most is the way things are and change. (laughs) And I think that once we actually start to accept the changes and why we're trying to do the changes, um, I think as soon as we, we stop resisting things, that's when we can start to see recovery for what it should be, rather than what we want it to be. Um, I've got a lot, of, uh, there's, there's quite a few people who struggle in the other groups, um, and one of the biggest things that we're trying to impress onto them is, um, it's, it's not about what you do, it's, it's about what you can do. It's, it's not about what you do for yourself, it's what you can do for other people. Um, if, if you are ever in any meetings with Buddy, he's always talking about service. Um, what you can do for for other people is returned back to you, um, and it really is true. I, th- I think the more that you you the more that you help people, the more help you get in return. Um, now, I, I, this is, this is what I'm reading into in the doubt at the moment. As it's not about what I can give to, it's not what, but I, I can I can take from people. It's what I can give to people. And I don't expect anything in return for, for the things that I'm doing. I'm just moving with the way things are. I'm not resisting it, and I'm embracing the changes. And any of the changes that I've embraced have always worked for the benefit for me. I've never, I've never looked back on I've, – I've never had any any resentments in my recovery. I've never had any doubts in my recovery now. Um, it just is what it is, and I'm, I'm quite happy to go with it. Um and I know that if I have any issues with my recovery, there's always people that I can go to for help because I've helped them in the past. Does that make sense? Yes, Yes, thank you.
1: (laughs) Guys, this is saying that we have... I was
3: rambling. No.
1: (laughs) No, you're good. That you can be it. What's the difference between being and
3: doing? With being, you don't have to have any effort in it. It's the, it's the effortless effort with doing. There's the. the, the I, I saw something. I saw something all day. It was. Um, it's, it's so difficult when I have to do it, but when I want to do it, it's so easy. Yeah. Yeah. That's a so good yeah. So, so, so you know, if if you look at things of things that you have to do, then that's when it starts to become an effort. But when you think that it's something that you just want to do, and you, as as part of what you do naturally on a daily basis it just becomes so effortless and so easy and it just becomes a part of what you are just just like drinking used to be just like using used to be i never had any problems walking walking two miles down to the shop to get a case of beer you know but to start with i used to have an issue with walking two miles to get myself better okay because it was
1: sorry you got
4: anything i i mean i get the part about like it's something way beyond our understanding, and you know I feel like kind of awe about that, and that we can't know it and we can't really comprehend it. But I don't, I don't really get like the, the next part about the, I don't get how that connects.
1: Let me ask you a question. Uh, in recovery, do you understand how you're powerless? Yeah, I'm powerless. Yeah, but do you understand how that happens? Because I don't. I don't understand how it works. In it, I can't go through a thought process from A to B to C to D and say, you know, this is how I am powerless. You know, and write it down in a in
4: right. a. Right.
1: I'm sorry.
4: Yeah, I mean. There's no real explanation for that. Same thing.
1: I think it's the same thing in that, you know, we can't touch and feel how recovery works, but we know it works if we do the right things. So, okay. you know, and I think this is the same way. It's saying you can't find God or the Tao through your senses. It's not going to, you know, it's not something that you can formulate out. And touch or feel or hear, you know, see. It's not possible, but mm-hmm. you can be it. And okay. is a lot the same way. That's the only thing I have to to compare okay. it to. Okay. You know, that makes sense. And that's kind of how I I see that. You know, it's giving you an impossible. It's saying you cannot comprehend God. You can't comprehend the Tao, but you can't, uh, you can't comprehend it, but it can, it can lead your life.
4: (laughs) Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Yes. That does make, that's a good example.
1: So for me, that's how I see it. That's what it, uh, but, uh, it's in the being, not in the doing,
0: not in the, in the,
1: uh, earning mm. it's not about that we're earning or that we're you know that that it's all grace it's all a gift mm. you know and that's how I see this being you know that we be what we're made to be we're already made that we just have to be it mm. and the way we be it is by quitting the effort to look out here to see it to find it so when we quit that effort and get out of self, and the the steps help us with that because it gets rid of that selfishness and dishonesty and that resentment and that fear that keeps us looking out here. And then when we get past that and can let that stuff and just be, then we can see the next right thing to do. We can start uh, moving by that intuitive thought, just like in the promises. Okay, now, listen to how much this sounds like this being, okay? Uh, we're going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. Not regret, regret the passion or wish to shut the door on it. We'll comprehend the word serenity and we'll know peace. No matter how far down the scale we've gone, we'll see how our experience can benefit others. That feeling of uselessness and self-pity will disappear. We'll lose interest in selfish things and gain interest in our fellows. Self-seeking will slip away. Our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. How much of this is about what we can touch or feel or see? You know? Hmm. Fear of people and economic insecurity will leave us. We'll intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. That is being what you're made to be. We'll suddenly realize that God's doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. Same thing. That gives me chills. I <laughs> got me some chilies this morning. Yes, yeah, so.
0: Um. Well, you know, it's the, there's just no surprise to any of this ever. It's just There's no coincidences. Um, I'm not here by coincidence. Okay. I woke up this morning in fear i woke up in fear and self-doubt and the thing is that i'm a human being and as a human being i'm a vessel i'm a vessel carrying my carrying a spirit so when i connect with spirit or when i allow my when i we yeah when i let go and i connect with spirit the fear and the doubt leaves me because i i'm just being And I'm trying to control things. So, And it happens unconsciously. It happens subconsciously. It happens gradually. It doesn't happen all at once. I start to control things. I want to control things. I want to control outcomes. I'm really good at what I do. And then all of a sudden I start to believe that it's all me. And when I start to believe that it's all me, I start to put pressure on me. And I start to question myself, and I start to doubt myself. And it's in that moment that I can't get out of it. I am powerless. I am powerless to get out of that mindset. So I was like, I saw the, the phone. I'm like, oh, it's Buddy's meeting. I need to, get to, I need to get to a meeting because I need to let go of this. I, I am unable to let go of it. I'm holding on to it. And it's, a, it's weird, it's hard to explain this thing in the sense that I should be able to just say, okay, let it go, just let it go, and I can't. Mm-hmm. I'm unable to let it go, but as soon as I sat down, and as soon as I started listening, and as soon as I started taking down some notes, all of a sudden it started to lift. And I know what I need to do, I know what I want to do, and I could not. But for whatever reason, as soon as I joined here, something took over. Something took over inside of me where I let go, and it was like I'm humbling myself to the process. I'm humbling myself, and I said, I need help. I'm stuck. I'm scared, and I need you guys. And so once I do that, (sighs) I feel like I can breathe again, and I'm no longer in control here and I can reconnect with spirit. I can't explain any of how I'm feeling because I don't know how to explain that. I can just tell you that all of a sudden, I went from level 10 anxiety to a level five. And it's just by surrendering, showing up, and saying, I need help. I'm stuck in this self-centered fear right now, and I don't know how to get out of it. So I've got to give it to you guys, which, means I'm giving it to the higher power, the higher intention, and allowing my inner voice to speak and say, just be. Mm-hmm. I gave you this gift. I gave you this gift. This is not yours. I gave you this gift. So just don't forget where it came from and connect with it.
1: That's good. Oh, that. And that's exactly it, you know. That's exactly what we're talking about. We're talking about... Let me get this set right. We're talking about uh, learning how to be all the time. And there's an ease with it. You know, at ease in your own life. So, if I'm not at ease, I can kind of take this the opposite way. If I'm in that fight, then I need to back up and say, okay... Where am I trying to control? What am I, you know, like we talk about all the time in recovery, you know, we can take it backwards, you know, and reverse it. So if I'm, if I'm not at ease, there's a reason I'm not at ease. I'm supposed to be at ease all the time. If I'm not, then, then we need to, you know, look at what it is and figure it out, you know, and see what, what we're not surrendering, what we're trying to control, what we're looking out here for the solution for. Or what we're trying to uh, to get into, you know, results, which is out here, rather than just being, rather than just being, and then letting letting our higher power just be able to see that next right thing to do in front of us, and then just do it, you know, then just do it. Then you do the next right thing and the next one and the next one. Before you know it, you got more moments of doing the right thing. And you're being <laughs> And then don't try to figure it out. Just keep being. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait a minute, fuck I'm being. I I gotta figure out what's what's going on with this, you know. And no, no, quit that, you know. <laughs> don't start thinking. What is the uh one of the Dow things? Uh uh Stop thinking and uh, solve all your problems. <laughs>
0: I love that. There's a lot of truth in that. I'm going to use that one today. Stop thinking and solve all your problems.
2: <laughs> and Have you heard, don't believe everything you
1: think? Yeah, yeah, sure. Oh. All right, without a doubt. But, uh but, yeah, you know, that's that's what, you know, any comments before we start looking at the comment? Thank you. I'm glad that we're able to
0: be here. Thank you, guys. Everybody. Thank you, guys. I, I was just, my only comment would be that in the essence of being, what do I do when I'm being? Uh-huh. And so to prevent myself from those thoughts, uh-huh. if I'm by myself, like right now I'm with you guys, so it's a different dynamic. But if I am by myself being, what am I doing? So that's where the, all those different practices of meditation, prayer, journaling, yoga, whatever it is, it's a practice that's allowing me to disconnect from self. And, you know, just by, the, by one of these different practices or, or several of them, in that state of being will come the relief because I'm already feeling it. I'm already feeling the relief and I'm already feeling connected with, with, with source more than just, okay, I'm just going to sit here and do nothing.
1: Yeah. Nothing's never the answer.
0: Nothing's not the answer. What am I doing in that moment of being Mm what that allows me to channel the, the, my, my inner voice.
1: I start with page 84, you know, with doing, you know, the, the 10th step stuff, you know, the, you know, ask God to remove it, tell somebody, you know, tell somebody about Mm -hmm. it immediately. Making an amend if I need to, then go find somebody to help
0: mm-hmm. if i mm-hmm. if I do that
1: first, that helps me to get and a lot of times if I've got something really on my mind, I'll have to let go of it, oh, and I'll spend a good bit of time just on my knees, just in prayer on my mat, just letting it go over mm-hmm. and over again mm-hmm. until I get a piece about it. Um, mm-hmm. Something else too that I got out of this it says after that, you can know it. But you can be it at an ease in your own life, just realize where you come from. I, I thought of gratitude with that. And using gratitude to remind me of where I come from. You know? And then you
2: know, you know what I thought of? <laughs> what? <laughs> where I come from. We we started as amoebas. That's what I thought. That's what <laughs> I used to be an amoeba. Yeah.
0: I want to. I want to travel into Marla's mind for like, (laughs) like fifteen minutes, just to just to kind of like. This has got to be like, (sighs) wow. Love you, Marla. (laughs) But
1: gratitude was what I thought about. You know, was was using a gratitude list. You know, and that to to bring me back to being. You know, to get me out of that. And we use gratitude all the time. So y'all interrupt me if we need to. I'm going to talk about the commentaries for a minute. Uh, Look and it can't be seen is another way of saying look and it's right before your eyes. Like you can't see it, but it's still there. That's what Mitchell, the guy that did the second translation in the four, that was his commentary on this. So when we see that part about, look, it can't be seen. He's saying that means, look, it's right in front of you. You just can't see it. It's not that it's not there. It's just that you can't see it. It's not that it can't be heard. You just can't hear it. You know? It's not that, you know, you can't grasp it, but it's still there. So that was his thought on that. Uh. Derek Lynn had a couple of things on this. It cannot be detected by physical senses. The Tao is invisible, so it can't be bright or dark. All the things we touch and hold are the tangible manifestations of the formless Tao. Concepts like front and back simply do not apply to something so utterly beyond limits. This sounds like Lao Tzu is talking about us. We are indeed wielding the ancient Tao to manage modern life and discovering that it works very well indeed. The sun rises today just as it did thousands of years ago. Similarly, the Tao holds true for us just as it held true for the ancients. We can even say that the Tao works better now than it did long ago because we don't have to reinvent the wheel. We can take advantage of the work that ancient sages have done to advance our understanding. We can see farther beyond. We can see farther because we have the good fortune of standing in on the shoulders of giants. I don't know. I don't like to get into that learning more business. I like to learning less, the being instead. You know, it's kind of ironic you would say that about something that's about being and not knowing. You know. <laughs> That's like Wayne Dyer's book. The the title is "Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life." And I'm thinking, shouldn't that be "Change Your Life, Change Your Thoughts"? <laughs> <'Cause>, you know, <laughs> uh, acting brings us into right thinking, right? I'm like, man, you got your title backwards.
0: But uh, well, that's your book, buddy.
1: Oh yeah. Now mm. my book, My books. I wish I were dumber. That's my book.
0: <laughs> Dude, you better be careful what you wish for, brother.
1: <laughs> well, I need. Well, this is about being dumber. This is about letting go of that idea that I have to know everything. You know. Yeah, I man. I go to Walmart, and I'm reminded of it every time I have to go. Oh, but that's another story for another day. Um, and then they then they expect everybody to check themselves out. But anyway, I'm not. I'm not going to get into that. Let's get back to the Dow. Uh, I like his translation. Wayne Dyer's translation on this. Um, Let me pull it up, uh, and I'm going to share this. Anything right now, guys, before I move into this? You all good? Okay. Let me share this. Uh, That which cannot be seen is called invisible. That which cannot be heard is called inaudible. That which cannot be held is called intangible. These three cannot be defined. Therefore, they're merged as one. Each of these three is subtle for description. By intuition, you can see it, hear it, and feel it. Then the unseen, unheard, and untouched are present as one. So each of these three are subtle. By intuition, you can see it, hear it, and feel it. Then the unseen, unheard, and untouched are present. Huh. Yeah. Its rising brings no dawn, its setting no darkness. It goes on and on, unnameable, returning into nothingness. Approach it and there's no beginning. Follow it and there's no end. You cannot know it, but you can be it at ease in your own life. Discovering how things have always been brings one into harmony with the way. Wow. Good stuff.
0: I get, I get this though, buddy. I, this is where, um, the drinking comes in. Yeah. This yeah. is where the drinking comes in. It's that where we talk about ease and comfort. So I can't see it. I can't hear it. I can't touch it, but I know it's there. Mm-hmm. And it could either be the presence of good or it could be the presence of whatever you want to call that thing, evil, whatever the case may be. And if I am uneasy, uncomfortable, then I want to comfort myself. Now, this morning is a perfect example. I'm uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. When I feel afraid, I feel uncomfortable. And I have options. And I can try and find something to put inside of me to try and ease myself from that suffering. Or I can practice I can practice surrender, letting go. I can practice connection. I can practice. There's these different practices that I can use to get out of that discomfort. And get back to being. Get back to being. But I think that if I go to a meeting or if I talk to somebody or if I journal, or if I pray or if I meditate or if I do yoga, oh, that's never going to work. Yeah. Because I've already kind of gotten to this how can I instantly get out of this discomfort?
1: Because you want to answer it's all the paradoxes. It's, mm-hmm. it's all paradoxical. That's mm-hmm. that's what that's talking about, too, I think, in that we want a physical answer for what we see as a physical problem.
0: Mm. There it is.
1: You know, because mm-hmm. it goes back to that symptom business. It's all symptoms.
0: Oh man, I needed this meeting today, man.
1: Just like your anxiety about the fear mm-hmm. is not the problem. Mm-hmm. The problem's the fear. Mm-hmm. The problem's what's you know, on the spiritual side of that, not what's on the physical side. Is then manageability. If you looked at three, two, one, then man then manage on the steps. Then manageability and the is the um, uh, is not the problem nor is the insanity. The problem is an area of your life that's not turned over to uh, the will and care of God.
0: It is. Yep.
1: So that's the problem. And it produces those feelings and all that other stuff. So that's why you got to get down to causes and conditions. And that's why you got to get back to being. Because if we're not being, then we're going to be looking out here for it. And we can't find it because we can't grasp it by looking for it. You can't see it, but it's there. Wow. That's strong.
0: Best part was physical problem, physical solution.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Physical problem, spiritual solution.
1: Yeah. Always. Always.
0: And i that's where I need to get back to.
1: Yeah. Always. Doesn't make sense. It's a paradox. You know, it's all that paradoxical mm-hmm. stuff we hear, you know? How does it help me by going and helping someone else? Why in the world?
3: Mm-hmm. That help mm-hmm.
1: you know, it makes no sense. If it makes sense, it's probably not the answer.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know?
0: <laughs> wow. I will be praying after this call and, and, and That's meditating. Strong. Yeah.
1: Whew, that is strong. Huh. Oh, that's good.
0: So Marla, how do we translate this uh and I hate to I'm not trying to hijack the down meaning. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. But if there is in in refuge where this idea of there is not the god image, right? So what is that if we use the same idea physical problem physical solution physical problem spiritual solution we connect with
2: um an eightfold path eightfold path the eightfold path but can i interject something a little personally yeah i i've uh whenever i connect with a, a bigger energy or whatever mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I can do it for a short amount of time and I'm, I, then I, I become really afraid of it. I become really afraid of it. And I, I don't know many people who experience that, or, or maybe I just don't talk about it enough. I'm afraid of the spirituality, even though I'm a deeply spiritual person. Mm-hmm. I really believe I hold myself back, um, you know, for fear of becoming really sentimental, um. Or you know, just uh yeah, for becoming overly sentimental or or you know in unicorn land <laughs> it's a it's a big fear, I mean, haven't you met you know yoga teachers who are oh life is so wonderful yeah no that's not that's not true, <laughs> that's unicorn land, but I mean does it you know that fear is is really holding me back in a big way.
3: Marla, could that be fear of change?
2: You know, I, I love changing. I love the idea of evolving, and I've been doing it you know, ever since I was conscious. So I don't think it's a fear of change, but it, there's some part of it that might be. I, I, what,
3: about, what, what about fear of not having control? I, it could of, be. Of, of not, be, not being in control of where you're going.
2: With the Tao, it looks like I know where I'm going now. That's what's opening up for me lately is that I'm looking at this in a whole different light, and it's leading me to a different way of looking at it, looking at my life, which is all too powerful for me. So, no, I'm not afraid of change. I don't think.
1: Well, for me, Marla, no matter what kind of fear it is, the solution's the same. Seems to be. Yeah, it's to. Uh... You know, ask my higher power to remove it. Tell somebody about it. What you're doing right now, mm-hmm. and there's no amends in that. I wouldn't think so. I would pray for someone else who had fear, and and ask your higher ask your higher power how you can be of service. And and you're doing all that right now. See, so this like I talked about, and when I go to a meeting. I'm I'm expressing my powerlessness. You know, I'm saying I do not have the solution. Instead of looking out there for the answer, I'm looking here. You know, I'm looking toward you guys. I'm looking toward others for that. So that's me turning the light around. You know, really, because I'm saying I don't know what the solution is. You know, so you verbalizing that and getting that out is a big step toward being able to move past that kind of fear you know i don't know if you've talked about that before or talked about it often but uh but that's a that's a big that could be a big fear so um that and that's the beginning of it and and you know oh the this uh taoist belief in god lines up perfectly with uh evolution and everything else because uh it's more of the um uh Big Bang kind of God. It's not the um the uh Christian or religious kind mm-hmm, of mm-hmm, thinking of mm-hmm. God. So uh more really uh, I can't see uh, from what I understand Taoism and uh uh Buddhism and all those came out of the same teaching and Confucianism all came from the same teaching. So they're all very close. In a lot, in a lot of regards. Oh, you know, unmute yourself. Mark.
2: Yeah, they they intertwine, definitely intertwine, mm-hmm. all of it, and and with religion too. Yes.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so, what about this, Marla? What about? So I'm afraid of spirituality, Unicorn Land. So no, but but follow me here. Follow me here. Could it be? Could it be that there is an identity that I have created around spirituality, an identity around people that are spiritual, an identity around enlightened yogis? So when I think about as I move closer to spirituality, I feel this sense of danger where I could be losing some of my identity. And so ego plays a small part in this where it's like, as I slip closer to this, I move closer to that. I don't want to be like that. And, you know, somewhere there. So as I, 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 I kind of am in limbo as I move closer to this, but I don't want to become this. And how do I prevent myself from getting lost in it or, or, sounding like them or looking like them. So there's a lot of that kind of ego play. I don't know. Does that
2: totally resonate? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, it really does. It really does. Okay. It, it, you're right. It's an identity I built around it. Uh, you know, I'm around a lot of people who teach yoga.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're, you
2: mm-hmm. know, they're like, ooh. Uh.
0: <laughs> My yeah. wife talks about that all the time. <laughs> She's like, it drives, it drives, I can't, I can't, I can't. I, I, I got, my wife's an executive. She's wicked smart. You know what I mean? It's the practice of yoga, but that whole lifestyle thing, she's yeah. like, ugh, it gives us yogis a bad name. <laughs>
2: yeah, it really does. It really, yoga is really based in reality, just as mm. the Tao is. Mm-hmm. It's reality. You know, life's just not la-la. But anyway, I, that really rang true. and. Yeah, I feel um. Yeah, that's that's really um, important. I'll I'll mull that one over. Thank you.
0: And I I think you can use that across the board for everything in in life. We all can. So I have this idea of what a sober person looks like. I have this idea of what a yoga person looks like. I have this idea of what a scholar looks like. You know, someone who's enlightened. So I have these ideas of what this looks like. And the more comfortable I feel with it, I will move towards it. The more uncomfortable I feel, the more I will keep my guard up. So it becomes difficult to let go because what if I become like the sober people? What if I become like the yoga people? What if I become, you know, and then all of a sudden I lose my identity. And what is my identity? And what is spirituality? And then now the question shifts from what's the higher purpose instead of what is how does is my identity attached to it?
2: Wow, oh, that's so important.
0: Yeah.
3: Just
1: another layer.
3: Just just just, just for that thing on the identity. Um I, I think that's what stops a lot of people from admitting that they're alcoholic as well. Yes because they have that identity of somebody living under a bridge or eating out of bins and, you know, not, not accepting the fact that, you know, this, this is, this, this is what an alcohol looks like. You know, this, this, this is, this is what it is. And,
0: and there's also this. the other side of that, Craig. It's one thing about the identity about the, some of us don't have any problems identifying with the guy under the bridge. Yeah. Well, we have a, what we have a problem identifying with is happy, joyous and free. And I live in a episode of the Brady bunch my whole life. Yeah. Right. It's like, well, what is this whole? These cliches, these people drive me nuts, entirely too happy. I'm going to go back and hang out under the bridge. That's real. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's real life. And so again, attached to an identity. And so what I perceive to be, and then, oh, I have to become this to get this. And that's not true.
1: Its still looking out here, yep, you know out here, mm-hmm. and, you know, even looking at those identities we were out there,
0: mhm, uh, mhm,
1: instead of just being what we're made to be, that's yeah. like
4: what we were talking about last week with getting out of self and getting off of that ladder and staying yes. out of that out of that whole idea,
1: yeah, that was oh last week we talked about, and um about this ladder of promotion up and down and that the idea was just to get off that ladder entirely because it's about, you know, the people in front of you, how you, how you responded to them and the people below you and instead having your feet on the ground and not, not being involved in that.
2: Mm. that Right,
1: Kate? Mm. So, uh, that's that, that whole self. And this is all layers of self, Mm -hmm. you know? All layers of self.
0: And attachment.
1: More of it. You know, letting go of
3: more of it.
0: And attachment.
3: Mm. Yeah. I I think what Kate said last week was if you if you're get into the mindset of being the the, the superior, then you need to step off that ladder and just realize that, you know, you're the same as everybody else. I think that's – was that what you were getting at, Kate? Yeah. Yeah.
4: So if you're kind of thinking of yourself like as – as one of these people like under the bridge or people in this Brady Bunch life, you know, if you can separate from even thinking of life that way and just be on a different level of thinking,
1: the level of being, huh?
4: Right. Right. (laughs) I don't know. That's kind of how I think about it now in terms of this.
0: No, but it's true.
4: Yeah. Very true.
0: Yeah. Very true. Yeah. I'm attached to so much. Right. I'm attached. I'm attached to the alcohol. I'm attached to the lifestyle. I'm attached to a mindset. I'm attached to potential change. I'm attached to all of these. I'm attached to fear. And so, once I start, and the only way to let go is to show up here. I I, I don't have any other way of letting it go. Once I get stuck. Mo- yeah. Once yeah. Once I get stuck in it, I can I, I have all the practical knowledge that I need. But until I share it with you guys I, I 'm unable to detach from the emotional fear that that just I 'm stuck and I can't get out of this mm-hmm. and as soon as I give it as soon as I put it out and I give it to you guys, all of a sudden I can start working with it. It becomes clay instead of this you know this boulder mm-hmm. um, and then my shoulders come back and I can relax because mm-hmm. I 'm not doing it alone anymore.
1: Mm-hmm. Man, good stuff. Good stuff. Y'all have anything else before we close?
2: What a great way to start the day.
1: Oh,
0: wonderful,
1: isn't it? I can
0: breathe again.
1: You know, this is just an example of what we're talking about because Mm -hmm. half of this, I mean, I had a couple of notes, but half of this wasn't even part of what, you know, we had seen in this. It just came out. Mm-hmm. Like it, like that happens so often when we just let it go and just be, and we got together and started talking and and it just you know it just all went from there. That's how it's supposed to work.:
0: Thanks, everybody.
1: Thanks, guys. Have a great day.: Hello, this is Buddy C. I wanted to make you aware of several recovery- related resources that I've posted in the episode description. These resources include a list of recovery podcasts, a free sober meditation app daily recovery email shared google recovery calendars hope you put some of these resources to use and have a great week thank you for listening to the Tao of our understanding recovery podcast if you enjoyed this episode please share it with your friends in recovery